0: Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. This is episode 215 and it is Tuesday, August 18, 2020. I am your host, Victor Amoyo, and with me as always is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird.
1: What's happening, everybody?
0: Yes, um, we are here. Um, We totally did not experience any audio issues, and I totally didn't forget to check the audio settings in OBS Studios um you did not i didn't so for those who are listening to the audio version once you get this you're going to be like what are you guys talking about just just yeah just leave it at that so we are here uh once again um carl i know you you were saying uh just now that you're still enjoying ghost of tsushima and you're on the verge of uh beating it you think
1: yeah um just i think i just have one last mission i think i collected you know all the the soldiers that I need that are in the game, but I just you know, there's still some more you know side missions that I want to complete just to get my legend up and then get you know earn more techniques. So then, by the time I do meet the uh, the supreme leader of the Mongols and rescue my uncle, uh, it should be a breeze. Odds are I probably won't, but mm. I should you know I should be able to get through it pretty split, pretty swiftly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah but,
1: all right. So yeah, the more I'm but the more I'm playing it the more I enjoy it. Like I really do have fun. Mm-hmm. I I have fun with the standoffs and the uh and um stealth assassin assassinations. Mm-hmm. I guess I guess I have a thing with like attacking very stealthily cuz that was one of my favorite things to do back in uh Spider in the uh Spider-Man 2018 game. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, it's been it's actually been a lot of fun. Like I had barely even like touched Call of Duty um Fall guys, I'll play here and there. Like I'll play with the, girl. I'll play with the girls when it, whenever they feel like, like coming down the stairs and playing. But um,
0: yep.
1: Or if I got like a couple of minutes to kill while waiting for you know the woman to get dressed, so I'm like All right, let me at least get you know a couple of races of Fall guys, which I highly recommend that you play.
0: Okay, Fall guys.
1: It, 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 yeah, it, and it's it's free.
0: Yep. Yeah, it's uh As the, the
1: saying goes, is if it's free, it's for.
0: All right, it's it's a fun game, you think? It is. Oh yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, it's actually like trending a lot. Like a lot of people are playing it. Like every time I turn around, like people are on Twitch playing it. Um, I know Eddie was playing it right before the UWO this past Sunday, and I'm like kind of upset at Brian because he didn't stream it. Because I would have loved to have seen that. Hmm.
0: Okay, so like the game, of, the whole game is like an obstacle course, uh, thing, right? Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. Like I've legit seen videos of like grown men freaking out over this game. And like enjoying the living mess
0: out of it. Okay. And I see that it's got some it's got some love in the chat from uh, Mike Medina. Uh Big City. Yep. Um, so okay. I'll, I'll I'll give it a shot. I mean it's free on the PlayStation Plus this month, so I'll I'll download it after yeah. after our podcast here. Um also, uh, also for today's episode, um, we'll get into some, you know, some reviews and whatnot, and um, we'll give our predictions for NXT Takeover 30 and SummerSlam, which is coming up this weekend. Um, so uh UWO, uh definitely shout outs to shout outs to y'all guys. Uh check out their episode this past Sunday. They gave their predictions uh, for the upcoming shows this weekend, along with a very interesting bet, which I am really looking forward to seeing the results of. Um
1: Virtual High Five.
0: Bam. <laughs> there you go. Virtual High Five in sync in stereo. Uh yeah, so we'll we'll definitely give our predictions. Um also uh um last week's episode of the of the codex prime podcast if you want a quick laugh uh definitely check it out it's uh, episode 214 uh the year of the wap you know i was uh you know i went on a journey on went to memory lane of all the ratchet songs of our youth and uh established a continuum from opp uh to wap you know it's it's a it's a, it's, a, it's a it's a catchy song. I actually listened to it a couple of times. You know, I actually you know, Carl, I actually created a a ratchet playlist on my Spotify. And um,
1: it to be asap.
0: I'll send it to you asap. It's called Ratchet Redenbacher, and. <laughs> ratchet Redenbacher. Yeah, yeah, Ratchet Redenbacher, and I just and I just like added all a bunch of uh you know ratchet songs from uh, back then from then till now um you know and I'm, I'm still it's still kind of a work in progress i'm still adding more songs to it but i figure hey you know something to listen to on my commute to work uh you know you know just to get into that mindset you know macaroni in a pot for this wet ass you know yeah macaroni in a pot cuz you know when you think about it when you, when you're stirring macaroni it does have that sound effect and you wonder it does yeah and, and and you know and you know I'm I'm all about macaroni in a pot, uh because like baked macaroni in a pot actually you know especially when you put a little bit of hot sauce on there or you have like the little bacon bits in there too, it's actually pretty good. I'm actually kind of hungry. Well actually no I just ate I just ate some dinner but I would love some macaroni actually. But you know that song makes me think about macaroni for some reason. But, uh yeah so th- so yeah I'll send you my Ratchet Redenbach or Spotify playlist. Um yeah i got some songs in there i have i have i do have uh you know wap of course i also have um you know trick daddy and trina nan do you know nan Nan? represent like me yeah uh takes me back to high school i think it was like freshman year it came out 98 um let me see some little kim little kim's on there um some luke Oh, two life crew! Oh my God, I have two life crew on there. Get it, girl! Which I first heard in Grand Theft Auto Vice City, the soundtrack. Um. Yeah, yeah, I got that. Uh, I think I I did I did add a, a 69 Boys Tootsie Roll. You know, cotton candy, sweetie, go. Let me see your Tootsie Roll. Uh I don't know what you've been told. It ain't the butterfly, it's the Tootsie Roll. A brand new di- oh shit yeah, I got that on there. Um. Let me see. I got Me So Horny by Two Life Crew because that shit that song's so damn ridiculous. It's like, you know what? If you're gonna have a ratchet playlist, um, you gotta have some classics on there. So you gotta throw Two Life Crew in there somewhere. I mean Uncle I mean it's not a Ratchet Playlist without Uncle Luke on there, right? So I got I got that.
1: Yeah, you got you got to take it back to the free picks. This
0: is hilarious, by the way. Yeah. Hey, listen. You know, um, you know, like like you've like you said before, Carl. You know, sometimes you got to have a little bit of ratchet to balance out the righteousness. And you know, you, you know, I mean, I I mean, I'll say it. Like I've I I listen to some ratchet music from time to time. You know, like if um, you know, like if just 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 for shits and gigs. You know, um, let me see. What else I got? Oh yeah, Trina, pull over that ass too fat. That 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 was that was Whoop a that, yeah yeah that was a good one. Um, that was from high school. Uh oh, oh of course. Who can if you're talking about Ratchet music, you got to put in some Little John, which I have. I have um, to the windows, to the walls, to the sweatshop. You know, you know that's how my
1: little sisters memorized my phone
0: number. Are you serious?
1: Yeah, because <laughs> three six nine, and they just me this. They just
0: Song the rest wow uh,
1: from
0: that song <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> oh my god that song man uh, to the windows to the walls uh, skeet skeet skeet, skeet. Uh, and you know the, that that shit was the anthem at URI in, in my undergrad years uh, man there was not a, there was not one memorial union party from from my time at URI when that song did not play from the DJ and man between that and of course the whisper song from the Yin Yang Twins, wait till you see my dick. That is on there as well. So, um, you know.
1: Uh, <laughs> okay, now you just.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, the th- th- yeah. So so th- so the point is, you know, just to just to say, let, yeah. Ratchet Redenbacher. Once I have the playlist fully prepared, I will send t- send it to you, Carl, so you can enjoy. And you know, you know, pop it on during a family event or something. I'm sure they'll enjoy it. <laughs> Not happy. Not happy. You know, I mean, I'm saying, like, you know, if, if your if your mom's like, hey, Carl, uh, why don't you play some music for us? Okay. I
1: love
0: it. It's pastor. It's all right. No, it's all right. Y- y- you know, you know how many freaks go to church. <laughs> yes but still like no oh boy yeah oh and i'm looking at the chats the the comments here brian lopes says that we need a ratchet karaoke night yes i would love to see a ratchet karaoke night and yeah uchi wally yep Bravehearts, nas that's on there um oh my gosh so, so 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 many so much so much good ratchetness out there. You know it's um, you know people you know a lot of people say that oh this is this is this this music is it's 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 uncouth. It's it's huh, clutch the pearls. Huh, it's no good. Don't someone think of the ch-. come on listen perspective perspective. You know I mean I mean ratchetness. Yeah the songs are are pearl clutching. But if you look at it from another way. You know, a lot of them do celebrate. You know, they they are sex positive, and you know that's something we want to celebrate. However, I will say, I will concede that there are some Ratchet songs that go full misogynistic. I don't have those songs on my playlist. For example, the the that 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 vintage A that AMG song, "Bitch Better Have My Money." No, I cannot have that on my playlist. that that, that is just that's just straight up misogyny right there. I cannot have that song on there, so that's not on there. But I do have a good balance. So. Moving on <laughs> to other stuff on our agenda. Um, let me see. Have you got some other commenters here? Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, my cousin. Yeah, my cousin. My, my cousin out in Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. It's really hot tonight.
0: <laughs> and she's got some, some angry face emojis for some reason. I wonder what, what that's about. But. Uh, But, yeah. um, But, yeah. um, Yeah, who is this Vic, and where has this Vic been? Oh, this Vic has been here, you know, always, you know?
1: No, he hasn't. No, he hasn't.
0: the Vic I'm used to is the... Nah, you have
1: to watch this Criterion film. Yeah. I mean, let's... Pick up the... Pick up the ass. Mm-mm. Won't I, participate in any and fun conversations about <laughs> like who would gi- who would you give your girl give your significant other a hall pass for?
0: Nah, I, I'm not I'm not with that though. Though the hall um, pass the hall, pa- the hall it's pass. All
1: for? A, it's all in the spirit of funny comedy. That's all it was. Yeah.
0: I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. And only, only because I think I think that that, guy, that kind of question is kind of greedy, kind of greedy. It's like if you got if you got someone you love or really, really like, why would you want to give him a pass for anybody? I mean, that's kind of greedy, though, no?
1: If your girl actually let you get a hog pass, since with Taraji P. Henson, and that opportunity came, would you take
0: it? I'd feel guilty if I said yes.
1: And
0: there's your, and there's your answer <laughs> well yeah there's and
1: there you go <laughs> Hell, you'll probably be even proud of
0: yeah well
1: you would love to be eskimo
0: Yeah. listen all right listen and we're not gonna we're not gonna take this conversation uh to a to a rather um shall we say dubious uh dimension.
1: Oh. See there you go. No, there's that old ass Vic who says words like dubious.
0: Oh, oh my God. Are, are you are you really saying that you you have an I issue like with
1: a me? A lot of fresh friends. Right? <laughs> Just say what it is. You think we're having a ratchet conversation, but yet with a smile on your face, you're kind of enjoying it, aren't you, Vic? Aren't you, Vic?
0: <laughs> <laughs> listen. Give listen, the people
1: what they want, damn it. They want ratchet Vic.
0: Listen, ratchet Vic. <laughs> <laughs> Listen,
1: okay.
0: I mean I mean listen, Ratchet Vic is usually under lock and key. I conduct myself in a mature fashion, okay? No, no, no.
1: You turn you, you stuck up. Let it breathe. Let it breathe. Just like they said in 40 Year Old Virgin. You're just a bat, you're an action figure that's cracked up in the box. Just let it out. Play with it sometime.
0: Man. First of all, I am not stuck up, Carl. I am I am far from stuck up. I am the I'm one of the most down- I'm one of the most down-to-earth people you've ever met, all right? I mean, just because, just because, oh, Victor's, Victor's taste in film, it's so much more expansive than mine. Oh, oh my God, I, I can't, I can't oh. To do oh, oh my God. That. Oh, he's, he's, he's giving me a film recommendation that goes beyond popcorn munching fare. Oh my God, this doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't involve superheroes. It doesn't involve I Fast Cars and Vin Diesel. My brain.
1: With film. And that one example was the prime example to give. (laughs) Listen, hey. Everybody who was in that particular conversation was married, and they was just having laughs and fun. It was just the spirit of our. We know couldn't help well that it wasn't. It wasn't going to happen. Right. But damn it, it's It's just pretend. It's just hypothetical. It's just for shits and giggles and lots of laughs. Not like, not the whole. God, you're having this conversation. And stuff. <laughs> no, just let your hair breathe. Like I said, take yourself out the back take yourself out the package, play with it. You'll like it. I mean, I,
0: I mean, listen. I mean, listen. I mean, I, I will. I will say. I will say there is some truth in that. I mean. When I, I guess it was, it was, it was, you know, who I was with at the time. And, you know, not, and I'll leave it at that. And I'll leave it at that. But with that said, if I had, and, and, I, and I will say this, speaking only for myself, you know, if I had a partner who just so happened to say, hey, Vic, check this out. I am willing to give you a pass. Any, anybody you want. Scarlett
1: would- Johansson.
0: <laughs> episode 19 never forget uh not, not Scarlett Johansson I mean although nothing nothing wrong with Scarlett Johansson excellent actress I recommend you know Lost in Translation I Hear Ghost in the Shell it is visually gorgeous and of course oh speaking of Scarlett Johansson Under the, Under the Skin 2014 one of my favorite films from her um a pass who would, if, if I was granted a pass by my partner who would it be well it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a list that I would ever, that would require some thought because I, hmm, I, I don't know. I, I really, I really can't say at this, at the present time because I, you know, so decisions is decisions, but who would, who would your past be if your partner allowed it?
1: See, we've had this, co- me and my partner had this conversation before. Mhm. And she gave me three.
0: Three. Okay. And
1: she. I was limited to three. Okay. Obviously, you know one's Nia Jax.
0: Boo. Um. Another
1: one. Oh my god, there's so many. There's so many. I can't remember the conversation. but There's like so many.
0: Yeah, it's... Yeah, I...
1: Believe, believe it or not, you want to know who hers was? Who? I was all for it. As far as, like, wrestling-wise? Who? Becky Lynch.
0: Really? Becky Lynch? Yeah. The man. Hmm, good choice.
1: I, you think? I said, okay. Well, oh, okay, yeah, but then her other two, because if she gave me three, I had to take... I had to give her three. Mm. Ricochet
0: and Johnny Gargano. Also very good choices. I mean, you know, Ricochet, one of the best cruiserweights in the world, former former NXT North American champion. Johnny Gargano, the first ever NXT Grand, uh, Grand Slam Triple Crown champion. I mean, hey, can't go wrong with either, either competitor. Um, and Becky Lynch, of course, the man. Um, you know, Raw, Raw and SmackDown women's champion. Uh... Dang. Okay. Uh, if I if I had a choice for if I had a choice for threes, for three uh passes, if you will. Oh my goodness. Um,
1: Jordan Grace is another one.
0: Okay. Thick Mama Pump. Uh, Impact Wrestling's uh, uh, one premier knockout, former former knockouts champion. Okay. Uh, man. Um, I would say, I would say one pass for me would be Naomi. Naomi from uh from WWE. Um,
1: not
0: gonna, I'm knocking
1: that out. That is our queen.
0: Yep, the glow, feel the glow. Hashtag #Naomi deserves better. Give her a championship and a lengthy run, damn it. I mean, I would you love to. Up. Yep. And speaking of which, I would love to see Naomi versus Io Shirai for the NXT Championship. That would be a dope match. Someone I, would actually,
1: I would actually like to see Naomi Bianca Belair go for the women's tag team titles
0: that would be a ta- that would be a dope dope tag team. And like I said like the their tag team should be the bad and the beautiful. Like that's money right there. Um, okay. So I got so yeah, that's one. Um, another another would be hmm Another would be t- 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 Lupita Nyong'o. Yeah, yeah, beautiful, excellent actress, Academy Award winner. Um, not one bad performance from her. I mean, I think she should have been nominated for Us, but the freaking Oscars said, "Nah, we have a bias against horror films." Fuck the Oscars. Anyway, that's 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 anyway, that's just me. Okay, it's
1: gonna be okay. Doc.
0: Yes, yeah, I'm okay. John is getting real low. <laughs> okay, so so that's two. Uh, number three. Number three would
1: be, yeah. be... Yeah, Ty. is a good one. Ty is a good one, Brian.
0: Hmm. Number three would be Zelina Vega. Yeah. Because Zelina Vega can wear the hell out of an outfit, like, and she's got impeccable style. Like, if you see her Instagram, a a one. Yeah, impeccable style. She can wear the hell out of any outfit, okay. and and so yeah. So yeah, thumbs up to Alistair Black. So so yeah, that'll be my that'll be my three right there. Um
1: probably throw Scarlet in there too as well.
0: Scarlet Bordeaux? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yep. After I watched what she won against uh Disco Inferno.
0: <laughs> yeah. Disco Inferno, I can't believe he's still doing hey, shout out to him, he's still doing his thing.
1: Do you know what he's actually
0: doing right now? What's, what's he doing besides wrestling in Impact, if he's still in Impact?
1: Nah, I don't think, I think that was just like, I think he's done with that. He's actually, like, camp, running, like, campaigns of how COVID is a conspiracy and stuff. And oh,
0: like, no. Yeah, 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 I'm just like, you know
1: what? He needs relevancy. Yeah. Let him have it.
0: Yeah, you know what? You know that's why Disco Inferno's best days were in WCW, and that's not saying much. <laughs> no. Yeah. No,
1: but damn it, that that Disco shit was over.
0: Yeah. Mm mm. Oh
1: well. But uh, Let's come to
0: Ratchet.
1: <laughs> oh my god, we got have a, we have a, have a ratchet hour now. Yeah,
0: uh, well, we, we were, we were, and hey, you know what? At, at this at this point. At this point in uh in, in the show, at this point in my life, I'm all about getting loose, man. Because I have nothing to lose. When you have nothing to lose, you can get loose. When you can get loose, it makes for better content. Yeah.
1: That's a th- that's a thumbs up right there. <laughs> but um Okay. Should I go first or you go first as far as I only got one thing to review? What you got?
0: Um, I got three movies. <clears throat> so, want to go, go first?
1: Sure. All, All right. right. <laughs> so, I was I actually watched this new TV show that's been uh, getting a lot of buzz as of late. Um, it's called Lovecraft Co- Lovecraft Country. Mm-hmm. It debuted this uh, Sunday on uh, HBO. And it's an American horror story. I'm, let me actually read the premise to you. Okay, Lovecraft Country follows Atticus Freeman. He joins up with his friend Letitia. Well, Atticus Freeman is played by uh, Jonathan Majors. I don't know. If you've oh, heard yeah. Of him, yeah, he was Anything in Anything that uh, he's from?
0: He was, in, he was most recently in The Five Bloods. And he was also in uh, The Last Black Man in San Francisco last year.
1: So, it follows Atticus Freeman, played by Jonathan Majors, and as he joins up with his friend Leticia, played by uh, your girl,
0: Journey small and Bell. All right. All right. Black also, Canary. And,
1: and his uncle, George, played by Courtney B. Vance, the luckiest motherfucker on earth.
0: Okay. Why is he the luckiest Not, motherfucker on
1: earth? <laughs> he's married to Angela Bassett.
0: Oh, then he is the luckiest motherfucker on earth. <laughs> Angela Bassett. There's my number four. Okay, moving on. Yeah.
1: Pound it for the cougars Pound it for the cougars
0: Yeah, bam, black uh, don't crack
1: I love me some bitches <laughs> Go, <laughs> uh, <on>. Go on <laughs> okay, so His uncle George, to embark on a road trip Across 1950s Jim Crow America In search for his missing father Okay, this begins to struggle to survive And overcome both the racist terrorists of white America and the terrifying monsters that could be ripped from a Lovecraft paperback. Mm. As in a paperback written by H.P. Lovecraft, who I just learned was from Providence.
0: Yep, he was from Providence.
1: Literally buried around the corner from my job.
0: Ah, Wow you can actually visit his grave
1: i can't well Mm -hmm. hell no because i work overnights over there (laughs) (laughs) but yeah honestly first episode i'm intrigued i'm very interested this could possibly be like my little game of thrones replacement or something to hold me off until insecure comes back Mm -hmm. but i mean it's also based on the novel of the same name written by uh matt ruff it was developed by uh Misha Green, who, uh, who was a staff writer for Sons of Anarchy, hmm. and um, actually is not a, it is, exe- is executive producers are. Check out this lineup. All
0: right,
1: Misha Green being one of them. Hmm. J.J. Abrams.
0: Yeah.
1: Jordan Peele.
0: Right, right on! Right on! Right on!
1: Yan, and forgive me if I, well, he only did the uh, pilot. Hmm. Yan Demange?
0: Demange, that sounds familiar. I have to look, um, look them up.
1: Let me click on his name real quick. <coughs> French Algerian. Uh, he directed the television series Dead Set and Top Boy. That's what it just says on the. Uh, David Noller also did the pilot. Bill Carraro and Ben Stevenson. Okay. I don't know if any of those names sound familiar, but I mean Jordan Hill's behind it. Yeah. And you can tell.
0: Oh yeah, he he has a he has a extre- extremely adept handling of horror. Yeah.
1: And which always just finds me interesting coming from something, you know, with him coming from comedy.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: So. Um, but it's been getting a lot of good reviews lately. Um, I've been checking out a lot of the Facebook group, Blurred groups that I'm in, Silence the PH2, uh, and all the other ones, Blurred, blurred clorred, Core, Holistic, And um, uh, everybody's been talking about it. Even on an insecure discussion group, hmm. they're actually talking about that. Okay. All right. So, it's a... It's so, a sh- okay. Yeah, it's on It's on HBO Max. All right. So if you want to check it out, honestly, I say just check out that first that first uh that first episode. I would I'm actually interested to hear what you would think.
0: Okay. Yeah, it's something it's something that actually uh caught my eye based on the cast and uh, the fact that Jordan Peele is one of the executive producers. So I yeah. I yeah. So I'll I'll definitely I'll definitely check it out for sure. And um and, yeah, and I'll definitely talk about it next week cuz I'll watch it uh this this coming weekend.
1: Yeah, um, I literally actually just finished it before we uh, got on.
0: Nice. All
1: right. Watching with the t- girlfriend.
0: All right. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, cool. Uh,
1: yeah, but that's uh, all I got. Oh, also um, a new show on the WWE Network, which is called WWE Timeline, which okay. actually tells the timeline. Uh, I guess what they're going to do is going to be telling the timeline of some of the uh, greatest rivalries in WWE. History or anything under their umbrella. Mm. So uh, this uh, they started it off with the between Brett and Owen Hart.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: Narrated by Mauro Ronaldo.
0: Nice. Awesome.
1: So what's better voice to tell the story? Tell that story.
0: Of course. Yep.
1: Yes. So and it was it was a nice cool it was a nice little trip down memory lane like they brought back you know when Owen kicked him it kicked uh, Bret in the leg. Back in Royal Rumble 94, Mm -hmm. which happened down in Providence, Rhode Island. Um, They also, you know, then moving on to their uh, classic WrestleMania match at WrestleMania 10. -hmm. And then on to one of my favorite all-time steel cage matches from SummerSlam 94. Even to when Bob Backlund actually uh, beat Bret for the title and Owen convinced his mother to throw in the towel.
0: I remember that. <laughs>
1: it had the cross chicken wing on him for like 10 minutes.
0: Yep. <laughs>
1: that was like one moment in wrestling history where I was actually sad.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but yeah. That's a nice little interesting trip down memory lane. So, yeah, definitely check that out. It's like a 45-minute show. so okay. Check that out.
0: Okay. Right, cool. Cool. Good to know.
1: But that's it on my end, other than playing Ghost
0: of Tsushima. Vic, what you got? Oh, man. I've been watching a whole bunch of new movies uh, this past weekend. A lot of 2020 releases uh, available on streaming. Um, But I'm going to review three of them that that really stood out. Um, First is on Netflix. It came out uh, a little over a month and a half ago. It stars Charlize Theron. It's called The Old Guard and uh oh, yep, and that movie it's um let me see it's based on actually hold on a, hold on a second, who's there? I'm recording right now. we'll talk to you later okay great that's that's good live live broadcasts everybody, so anyway, um so anyway. <laughs> Uh, the Old Guard. I watched that. Uh, it's on Netflix. It's an action movie that's based on um, the Image Comics uh, series that came out a few years ago. Um, it was written uh, by Greg Rucka, and who also wrote the screenplay for this movie. And it's also directed by uh, Gina Prince Bythewood. Uh, she's the director of Love and Basketball, uh, Secret Life of Bees, um, and of co- and um, Beyond the Lights. And shots fired, the miniseries which 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 aired on Fox in 2017. Uh, this movie stars uh, Charlize Theron, uh, Kiki Lane, uh, Matthias Schoenaerts, uh, Marwan Kenzari, Chiwetel Ejiofor, and uh, Harry Melling. And it's a and it's a story about uh, a group of immortal warriors who have existed for centuries, for thousands, hundreds, if not thousands of years. And they're a team that they go around the world and uh, they, you know, de- you know, they, you know, the battle of the forces of evil. And, and the story takes place in the modern day where all of these immortals, they reunite for one more mission. And um, they, and, uh, and, uh, and when they embark on this mission, they all, they all get shot up like, a piece, like pieces of Swiss cheese. They just like straight up dead. But then, uh, of course, because they're immortal, they're able to resurrect themselves. So all the bullets get pushed, get pushed out of their, uh, of their bodies. They get up and they just lay waste to their would-be assassins. They realize that, they would be, that they've been set up. They've been set up by Chuatel Egeoforce character, uh, an, ex-CIA, <laughs> an ex-CIA agent uh, named Copley. And he, and he has his reasons for setting up the, the old guard. Um, because he's working at the behest of this um, this pharmaceutical, this young pharmaceutical giant, this farmer bro dude, uh, played by Harry Melling, who actually wants to utilize the old guard's Im- powers of Im- immortality to create to create you know, some drugs to sell in the market. And so um, the old guard they have to deal with that, and they rec- they all receive visions or they have the same dream of a new immortal in their midst and there's this this young woman played by Kiki Lane her name is uh, Niall Freeman and Niall Freeman she's in, she's a she's a marine and uh, during a mission uh, she gets her throat cut by 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 some enemy combatant she thought that she thought she killed but even though she dies she wakes up she's resurrected the next day and there's not a scratch on her and everyone, and everyone in her platoon is shocked, and they don't know what to do with her. So she ends up getting ostracized, and then the old guard eventually finds her, and then they all have to come work together to fight, you know, this far, farmer douche bro uh, and his minions. And and I gotta say, man, the old guard. Um, if you're a fan of like slick, slick action movies, definitely check it out. It, it's it's a really, it's a very good and enjoyable action movie. The the action scenes were very well. Very well directed, uh, lots of kinetic choreography. Uh, Charlize Theron, she's definitely uh, uh, one of the definitely definitely one hell of an action star in her own right. From Atomic Blonde to Mad Max: Fury Road to this movie, she's definitely earned her stripes. Uh, much like Keanu Reeves in the John Wick movies, and in this movie, like she rocks the house, man. Um, it gets it gets bloody. It, there's there's blood and bullets everywhere, bone crunching, and it's great. It's a glorious time. Um, Greg Rucca uh, he, he he writes a pretty pretty good screenplay that that moves at a, at a pretty uh, fast clip um, it's it's a pretty distinct um, uh, comic book comic book film uh, uh, I will say like one minor nitpick is that um, it does have that Netflix sheen to its visual style uh, it lo- sometimes it looks it looks a little too smooth uh, for my taste and that's that's kind of a problem with a lot of original Netflix productions but I think that I could have gone with a more grittier uh, uh grittier visual style if it was shot on film um but like 35 millimeter or 16 millimeter even but uh, but it was actually but it actually worked uh well enough uh but it's a really it's a it's a solid action film i recommend checking it out it's on netflix it's called the old guard um, for those who might be interested there's also the uh like i said the image comics uh series that came out a few years ago also written by greg rucka uh, definitely check it out if you're in the mood and of course the the film does tease a possible sequel, so I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what they have in store if they bring back like, the same uh, cast and crew. If Gina Prince-Bythewood is up for another one, um, so yeah, check it out, The Old Guard. Uh, another movie I saw, um, it's a it's an independent feature. Um, you can find that on the streaming service Canopy, and you can or you can for free or you can rent it. It's called Miss Juneteenth, and it's a independent uh, independent drama. It stars Nicole Bahari, um, Kendrick Sampson and Alexis Cic- Chakaze, and it's a movie. It's an independent movie. It's about. It takes place. It was shot in Fort Worth, Texas, and it's about um, this woman named Turquoise Jones, uh, played by Nicole. Ba- no. Yep, yep, played I'm by. N-
1: That's like the best pimp name ever.
0: Yeah, yeah, Turquoise Jones. Yeah, it's uh <laughs> that 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 does sound like a pimp name, but <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah, Nicole Bahari she plays this uh, woman in Turquoise and she's and she was a former uh, beauty pageant queen. Uh she was a winner of uh this Miss Juneteenth beauty pageant. Uh years ago, back in 04, like she was she was hot stuff. But now, you know, life life happened to her and uh you know her her glory days are behind her. And uh she has a 15-year-old daughter, uh played by Alexis Jacase, her name's Kai. And, you know, she and and Turquoise wants her daughter, Kai, to try out for the new Miss Juneteenth pageant. But her daughter Kai has some other ideas. She wants to, you know, be involved in like her her school's dance team. But her mother's like, no, I want you to follow my footsteps because I'm living. I'm living vicariously through you because I want to I want to I want to reclaim my past glory so but the whole film is very subtle it's it's, it's pretty understated and it's it played in a very naturalistic and realistic way and I really like and wish that I really liked the direction it took um the film was written and directed by Channing Godfrey peoples that was uh her uh, debut feature and uh the film the film is pretty understated it's very very slice of life um you get to see like how you get to see what makes turquoise tick and also her daughter and you see the rapport and you see like you know like she you know, she wants what's best for her daughter and she's doing she's doing her best, but yet, you know, she's she's kind of she's she's too afraid to kinda of let her daughter, you know, establish her own identity and kinda of go her own way. Uh, meanwhile, um she's also um she's also spending time with her ex, played by Kendrick Sampson. You know him as Nathan from Insecure. Um, oh, okay. and and I, I when I was watching the movie I kind of joked that oh so this is what Nathan was up to that's why he ghosted Issa he had to go all the way back to Texas to handle his business he has a whole whole other he has an ex and a kid but uh, but it's... <laughs> what's up I don't mean to answer I don't mean to interrupt what's up but he did yeah, I was
1: saying he, the movie takes place in Fort Worth, right yeah he did go to Texas and
0: he, he did he did <laughs> he did that's what I was thinking too I'm like I'm like, okay, you got this whole other life, but it's a whole different character, of course, but, but it just lines up, it just lines up perfectly.
1: Sure is.
0: <laughs> but um, but yeah, Kendrick Sampson, he plays like this mechanic who's like um, her, he's separated from Turquoise, you know, but there, but you know, he's he's there for his daughter and he's trying to you know help out, help out in his own way, even though you know, he's dealing with his own, dealing with some of his own issues, you know, on the legal side of things, um. Um, I also like the, the, the setting as well, the Fort Worth setting, you can kind of feel the heat. It's, it just looks hot. Even when, even when I was watching the movie and I had the AC on, but I'm like, damn, man, shit, I could feel the sweat. Like, just watching them, you know, just walking around Fort Worth, just living their lives, trying to figure stuff out. Um, it's, it's a very good, yeah, it's a very good movie. Um, and of course, like, there's, there's one character in the film too, um, turquoise's mother um I forget, the, I forget the name of the actress but she's a she's your, your typical church-going hypocrite like she's super pious in the church and but yet like outside she's a drunk you know she's just drunk she off. Her edges. what's up she got
1: edges
0: she got edges <laughs> uh, i see what you did. she's got edges she does have she does uh, have a legit uh, you know head of hair and edges to go along with them But, um, but yeah, but yeah, she was, you know, your typical hypocrite, you know, pious, pious in the church, but yeah, she's super drunk and you know, she, she, she live in foul. But, um, but yeah, it's a, it's a really good, it's a very good movie. Um, uh, Miss Juneteenth, if you're a fan of like an understated drama, like it's an understated black film, um, definitely check it out, especially if you have the Canopy streaming service, which is free. You can, you can, you can sign up for it. Got a lot of great art, art art house films on there, independent features. Um, all you need is a library card or a college ID or both, and uh, yeah, check it out. Miss Juneteenth, uh, definitely a standout film. And uh, last but not least, um, this this film you can watch on Amazon Prime. It's another quality film. It's called Cella and the Spades. Uh, this one is a uh, the the directorial and and writing debut of a uh, uh, of a filmmaker. Tyraisha Poe, and this film it stars uh, Lovey Simone, Gerald Jerome, uh, Jesse Williams, and Gina Torres and Celeste O'Connor. Uh, this film uh, takes place in this diverse um, elite boarding school in Philadelphia, and uh, Lovey Simone she plays this girl named Cela Summers, and she's a senior, and she and she and this this boarding school it's like it's very cliquey, it's run by five different cliques, and um, and and her character Cella uh, Summers, she runs the Spades, and uh, they're in, they're in control of the drug trade in their in their in their schools. So what if you so whatever you want you want blue, you want you want Molly blue caps, gel gel caps, you know purple tops, red tops, you know you want you want that sticky icky icky, You want to get that good good. You want to get that wet. You want to get that macaroni in a bucket. They got you. So um, so I yeah.
1: Started... <laughs> clovers and balloons.
0: <laughs> well, what was that?
1: Art stars, horseshoes, clovers, and
0: balloons. Yeah, yep, pretty much, pretty much every everything. Oosie hot, I don't know, but uh, but you know, any any drug that you got that you want under the sun, you know, they they basically supply it through the through their whole school, and that's how they run things on their side so um so Cela summers her character she's uh she's a senior but then she realizes that you know she has no one to take over her operation when she graduates so in comes this 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 new girl this transfer student um, named paloma who's this you know, photographer she's kind of a you know she's kind of you know to herself she's kind of you know just taking it all in and uh you know she's kind of innocent and Cela, you know she takes her under her wing And, you know, kind of, kind of, you know, acclimatizes her to the whole clickiness of the school and tries to groom her to be the next uh, Sella Summers. And, of course, like there's some conflict that 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 erupts because, you know, you know, um, Paloma, she's, you know, she has her own ideas of how things should be run and she wants to be her own person. But yet Sella is very manipulative. She's very sociopathic. And um, she's not above she's not above manipulating and cutting down people, or even physically assaulting people to get what she wants. And like she's a total she's she's a low she's a low key monster. And and even her second lieutenant, uh, played by Jerrel Jerome, this kid Maxie, you know, kind of like gives her a wide berth. And he even he kind of tries to extricate himself, and kind of tries to live his own life as well. Um, the the film is really the film is really well made um the cinematography um the lush colors um, of of the school from like the the wood the woodlands the the green of the woodland setting that surrounds the school as they're in the middle of nowhere kinda um you see um, you see the uh, lovey simone's character Sela, who's she just strikes this who's just like uh, it's just such a compelling character like she's sociopathic she pisses you off but you want to see. We want to see how things unfold as she runs things. Um, also, you have Jesse Williams. You know, he plays the headmaster of the school. Um, and Jesse Williams
1: from uh, Grey's Anatomy.
0: Yep, from Grey's Anatomy and uh, Detroit Become Human. Yep. What's that? What's
1: that? Yeah.
0: What's up?
1: You went to school in Providence.
0: Really? What, what
1: school did you go to? high school in
0: Providence. Huh. What school did you go to? Moses well, yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Hey, Providence doing big things, man. <laughs> but but yeah, man. Um, but yeah, he plays the headmaster of the school, um, and you know he's kind of like kind of like one one step behind uh, the the cliques. Um But but yeah, it's it's a really good film. It's on Amazon Prime. Um, if you're if you're in the mood for something like really unique, um, something that's um, something that's kind of like a mix of like dear white people and kind of like um. Oh, man. Maybe a little hint of school days, like a modernized version of school days, a little. Um, it's it's a really good film, Sella and the Spades. It's on Amazon Prime. Um, check it out. It's definitely a, a unique feature. Um, it's And I'm lo- lo- really looking forward to seeing what Tyreisha Pro uh, brings to the table in her next film.
1: Good shit. Yeah. yeah.
0: So... <laughs> So yeah, so shall we get to the predictions for NXT SummerSlam weekend?
1: You know we shall, but I want to make sure um, Brian's, you know, our UWO brethren, brethren are, uh, are watching. Uh huh. So Brian, if you are, you know, tag away. As a matter of fact, let me actually tag them right now. So he's like, yeah. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, please tag away because we need their pit we need the we need the men on this because
0: yeah, he's in. He's
1: as most of y'all know, you know, loyal uh codex Primus out there, we have a tradition mm-hmm. with our brothers from the UWO where we have our classic pits battle. Yes. As of right now. Uh Codex is on a winning streak.
0: <laughs> we are, but let's not tempt fate, though. Knock on wood.
1: I mean, of course, you know, as we, you know, they can never forget, you know, from this past Royal Rumble weekend where, you know, the UWO brothers had to put over
0: <laughs>
1: some of the wrestlers that they hated.
0: Yep, Jinder Mahal, Kenny Omega.
1: And Humberto Carrillo. Humberto Carri.
0: Oh, Dolly Goss Yes, never forget. <laughs>
1: what if we win a winning streak? Is it a streak? Dude, we were winning. We love, we we're on a two two event winning streak. We also won for WrestleMania.
0: Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, we did.
1: And I think uh, we haven't really had one since.
0: No, we haven't.
1: Yeah, cause COVID just fucked everything up.
0: Yeah.
1: So it's SummerSlam season.
0: And you know what that time means. to
1: carry on tradition. Yes. yes. So I'm not sure if they if we should announce our punishment or we you know what, let's just wait. Because the surprise is always good. Because <laughs> I got them good with that wicked nightmare last time.
0: Uh, yeah. I think after that, I mean I think I think UWO will be wise to not take another Bet from Carl Bird. Are they worth it though?
1: Are they worth watching?
0: Oh, it was hilarious as hell.
1: Did it make for great content?
0: It certainly did. I did. <laughs> oh man. Punish Brian's yelling,
1: Brian's yelling, no punishment.
0: Brian's
1: telling no punishment. Oh, come on.
0: How about how about we do like a wrestling karaoke live on the air? No, oh, you are yeah, I wouldn't mind.
1: You you want to do rest of karaoke? Cause I I have a good one.
0: Okay. All right. Well, uh, we'll shall we? Well, shall we save it until for after our predictions?
1: No, no. The surprise is great. Okay. The surprise would be great.
0: Okay. All right. All right. So uh, so with that um, you want to get into the? Well, I got the
1: list right here. All
0: right. So you want get I was in?
1: able to put it together while you was being ratchet.
0: All right <laughs> yeah, and I also got the matches pulled up here too on my phone.
1: All right, so start back.
0: Um,
1: let's start off
0: oh and uh, I shall I, I should say that um currently there are only four matches announced for NXT takeover 30, so more matches might be announced tomorrow night. so yes. keeping that in mind.
1: Yeah, possibly over the weekend. You know how things be developing. All of a sudden, shit just be developing.
0: Yeah, true.
1: We pick our own songs this time. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I kind of wanted to... Watch your Brian Brian and Kyle sing say, Brian Kennedy's deep song about gazing into each other's eyes was what a better treat for all.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man.
1: But... Let's start off with the uh, ladder match for the North American uh, title, mm-hmm. which is which which includes Robson Reed, Yep, Damian Priest, Cameron Grimes, either Johnny Gargano or Rich Holland, mm-hmm. or Finn Balor
0: the dream match
1: which will go down tomorrow
0: night mm. on NXT. Yeah. Uh who's your pick? Uh my pick um if he does make it, I mean, hmm. If he does make it, I would like to I would like to see Finn Balor win the North American Championship um because, you know, ever since Finn Balor returned to NXT, like what has he really done? Um, but I would like to see him win it. If not, then my prediction actually is Cameron Grimes. I think Cameron Grimes is gonna walk away with the with the North American Championship. Um, you know he's been he's been he he's been gaining momentum as a heel, um, an obnoxious one at that. I think. Uh, that, tell me about it. Yeah, and I, and I think that with with that, I think that uh, Cameron Grimes is gonna emerge victorious. So he, he's my pick.
1: Cameron Grimes. Honestly, you want to know a missed opportunity? What's up, Cameron? Br- Cameron Grimes and Heath Slater as a tag team. Really? Just I don't know. To me, like their gimmicks just are just kind of similar in a way.
0: Hmm. It could work. Yeah, or could have. But
1: worked. I'm actually gonna go with.
0: What you got? As
1: an upset, it's going to cause for a snooze fest for like many North American title matches to come. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Damian Priest on this one. Mm, okay. I think they really want to try to make something out of him and possibly throwing the title on him would yeah. do that. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Damian Priest on that one.
0: Okay. Yeah, Damian Priest. You know he's a uh, you know, hasn't hasn't really lit lit the world on fire. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm just not. I'm not really impressed. Corbin 2.0. Oh man, let's not mention Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin's got changed the channel heat with me.
1: I understand. <laughs> I, I legit like do not like. Me. He's like my least favorite wrestler. Yeah. Least, as in the bottom
0: of the totem pole. <laughs> I hear that. Okay.
1: All right. Next up, we have Io Shirai versus Dakota Kai.
0: All right, that's for the NXT Women's Championship. Um, Io Shirai, I think she's going to retain. Um, I don't. I, there's 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 no good reason to take the title off of her.
1: Yeah, she's got a good. She's got she got that momentum going, and she's very credible as a champion. Let her run with it.
0: Oh yeah. And plus the EO she's one of the best one of the best wrestlers in the world, male or female. So, you know, Dakota Kai, she's she's very talented in her own right, but you know, for now I don't want to see her with the championship right now.
1: Alright. Now, the match that we didn't want and we're still getting. hmm Adam Cole, baby. Versus Bat that? that.
0: <laughs> uh my prediction for this one I I I will say this um if Pat Mac if Pat McAfee wins this match if Pat McAfee pins the longest reigning NXT champion in history Adam Cole then this would be NXT's David Arquette moment
1: as you stated in the UWO chat you are correct
0: yeah so I don't want that to happen, and I don't think that's going to happen. I think that Pat McAfee, I think Adam Cole's going to uh, carry Pat McAfee to a decent match. I think Pat McAfee's going to give us a decent showing. But ultimately, Adam Cole has to win, and Adam Cole is my pick. So he's my prediction. He has to win this match.
1: And for your same exact sentiments, I, I got to go undisputed, baby. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just got it. If, if Pat McAfee wins, it's going to have to be like DQ. Yeah. And then it could start the demise that nobody wants but will probably end up getting. mm it could start the demise of the Undisputed Era. Like one, uh, one
0: of the members will accidentally cost them the match. Mm. Yeah. Um. And and you know, as, as much as uh, much as I would, much as I wouldn't want to see the Undisputed Era break up, I mean, at this point, yeah. they've accomplished everything there is to accomplish in NXT. And they s- did. And at, at the same time, like Vince McMahon would misuse them to no end on the main roster. So it's he like, would. yeah. So they're stuck in limbo. It's like. Do you want to see them, quote unquote, advance to the main roster and get jobbed out and buried, or do you want to, or do you want them to stay in place, you know, run in place in NXT? It's tough.
1: It is it sucks. Yeah. And as of right now, because things could change um, within the coming days, mm-hmm. we have our NXT cha- champion Keith and Stamford Lee.
0: Oh, Versus Killer Cross. Oh man, damn. You know, I think this. I think this match is happening much too soon. Um, because I think that Keith Lee, for Keith Lee to lose to Killer Cross, even though Killer Cross has has so much momentum behind him, and and it does it does appear. Like like, Carrying Cross is groomed to become the next NXT champion and and keep that belt for a while. I think I think. To to not diminish Keith Lee, he has to win, and I'm predicting, I'm predicting that Keith Lee will ultimately retain. I think that one or two things will happen. Either, either it's going to end in some kind of in some kind of like weird finish, that's going to protect Carrying Cross, where. Where like maybe like he'll he'll like flip out somehow like he'll snap and then he'll get himself disqualified so therefore you, you won't see Keith Lee like visually pin, Caring Cross so that way Karrion Cross is still protected and they can keep that feud going for a little bit, or Keith Lee will have to beat him decisively. Um, for Keith Lee to lose the title now, after he, after he vacated the North American Championship, it just makes Keith Lee look like a total chump. And yes. and we can't have that. So I think Keith Lee has to retain either either cleanly or through a DQ finish that protects Karrion Cross as well. So my prediction and, is Keith Lee.
1: And how they would do that, or at least how I would book it. If he's not part of the retribution, bring back Chadbrook.
0: Mm. Okay. Like have Champa come Ciampa in?
1: Gets his revenge and he absolutely goes nuts on Cross. Mm. Just starts beating them, beating them with the, with the crutch, with the signature crutch. Mm-hmm. The cross wins. Yep. Still looks strong, you know. Still looks strong. Doesn't quite lose his momentum. But Keith Lee still keeps the title. He still looks strong. He still keeps his momentum.
0: I like that, yeah. Because
1: set sends them both in different directions.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Possibly involve Ch- Champa into the title picture.
0: Hmm.
1: They could do something a newcomer could come across with Lee.
0: Yep. And and um, th- it, it could it could also be it could also be uh. Woven into a eventual triple threat match because, mind you, Ciampa never lost the NXT Championship. Never did. So he can he can say so so like he could say, "Listen, Keith, Goldie still belongs to me. I never lost Goldie, and carrying cross, I'm still coming for you. So, so you two better you two better prepare yourselves and watch your backs. So yeah, because." You can see a triple threat match on the line. So, yeah, I, I do like that.
1: Can we get we get the Psycho Killer back? Mm-hmm. It
0: could work. Yeah. Okay, so something's there. So, your prediction is Keith Lee, ultimately?
1: Yes. All right. Keith with Lee.
0: Oh, basketball. That's what it, came
1: from. it just, I just, I liked it and I just stuck
0: with it. Mm hmm.
1: Yeah. I, I started giving a lot of people like these weird ass nicknames. So, <laughs> just Don Champa. Jonathan Leroy Gargano.
0: <laughs> yep. Kenneth Jerome Omega. Omega, yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, Brian Lopes says that he also booked this match on Sunday. Uh, Lee versus Cross.
1: Yeah, I, I got to listen back. Like, I was picked. trust me, I was watching UW, and I got to listen back, though, just so I can get all their picks.
0: Yep.
1: So, we can move on to... Uh, summer slam
0: yep summerslam or Summerfest, whatever it is
1: <laughs> I actually have a I'm actually gonna go i'm gonna go I'm gonna bounce around real quick uh what they the last match that they actually have listed't know we can get but i wanna go i wanna i wanna address this match all right It is the hair-versus-hair match between Andy... Ah, (laughs) I always got to do that. Brian knows. Uh Against Tonya DeVille. But this match has gotten much more interesting as of this past Sunday. Oh, yeah? Now, our brother's over at the UWO have placed a very interesting wager on this match. Mm. One has picked Sonya, the other has picked Mandy. Mm-hmm. Which was, you know... And this was between Brian and Eddie.
0: Right.
1: Now, every member of the UWO is bald. You know, they embrace their baldness. So, the loser... Has to grow their hair for a month. <laughs> Between the two, Kyle cannot could not have partake in that. Mm-hmm. It, they have shook on it three times, and it is official.
0: Okay, yeah, I'm, so, I'm I'm looking forward to the results of that.
1: Oh my god! Oh, I I I made a, I made a video that's posted on the social medias, and you, uh. Man, I am so proud I'm actually proud of my work that I did on that video <laughs> honestly I don't even want to include this pick I don't even want to include this match in our picks mm. because we have something of epic proportion <laughs> going on that we should just let them to have it
0: okay I'm done with I'm done with that yeah <laughs> i want, to, I, want to see, so, I want I want to see the end results of that bet I really do
1: we won't even include this in the overall total picks. by the way, we never demonstrate we never explain the rules that mm-hmm. which who whichever member of each podcast gets the most picks right mm-hmm. they win for their podcast
0: yep yep that's how it goes
1: so We're actually not even going to include this match because, like I said, we got something bigger than that. Yep, and Brian's saying Team Sonya.
0: All right. Yep, so Brian Lopes is Team Sonya Deville. Eddie Ortiz is Team Mandy Rose. So we're going to see who ultimately will prevail in in their hair versus hair contest slash bet.
1: I will say this, though. My prediction... If if Mandy loses, mm-hmm. Otis will take the fall and shave his head for her.
0: I can see that. Yeah.
1: Cause I like but like Eddie has said, Vince loves his blondes.
0: And he does. That he does. At the expense of the Stop. product.
1: That's the only way I can. That's the only way I can see Mandy like losing. Mm-hmm. Sonya could possibly do it, but then again, she'll prize prize fight her. She'll probably just like get out of it and just beat Mandy or whoever's whoever's uh, shaving her head, beat mm-hmm. them senseless. Where she to the point where she actually gets out of the edge. Yeah. So. yes that's what that's my prediction for either or okay well, like I said, we cannot we cannot even enjo- join in on this pick. we can't we have to exclude this match because there is another matchup of epic proportion riding on this and I don't want to take away that momentum at all all
0: right so uh, let's move on to the other matches
1: street Profits versus andrade and Garza.
0: <laughs> um hmm
1: Profits versus the Broad Street Dominicans.
0: <laughs> do they um, look like
1: from Dominicans.
0: They they actually do. They they really do. Okay. Um, but uh, all right. So this is a tag team match for the Raw Tag Team Championships. Um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say that the heels are gonna prevail in this match. I think uh, Andrade and Garza are gonna walk away with the tag team championships. Um. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean the Street Profits, you know, they're they're a hell of a tag team. You know, you got Sir Angelo Dawkins and Bianca's roommate. So, you know, I think that they're. <laughs>
1: damn! Why, what's with the, the tag team?
0: I'm just trolling because I know Eddie Ortiz. You know, he's anti Dawkins for some reason. I like I like both of them. They're both great. They're both really good. Um, but
1: if my personal beef with Dawkins, i mean to cut you off. Yeah, if Dawkins was ripped. Mm-hmm. And much more solid, and played the powerhouse. Yeah. Room, mm-hmm. While Tez is the high flyer.
0: Yeah.
1: That I think Dawkins would be the quote unquote Marty Jannetty of the group.
0: Yeah, he'd probably get a he'd probably be groomed for a singles push. Yeah, because you know Vince likes. Both them of big... them could. Oh yeah, they both could. You know, Montez Ford's got superstar written all over him, um, but but yeah, but I actually predict that um, uh, Andrade and Garza are gonna are gonna win this one. Um, they're gonna pull up. Zelina Vega is gonna help pull some heel shenanigans. Bianca Belair, she's gonna she's gonna ride and dive for her boo, but she's she's not gonna be able to help the Street Profits retain. You know, I'm gonna be the
1: odd one of the group, and I'm gonna go for the profits.
0: Okay. By disqualification. By DQ. Okay. All right. All right. That, that's that's also that's also plausible. So I, we can go either way. Okay.
1: Uh, for the WWE Championship, Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton.
0: Hmm. Um. I think Drew McIntyre is going to retain. Um. I st- I think it's too soon for him to lose the belt. Even though it's a very good chance that Randy Orton could walk away with it. And have another have a yet another heel run for the fourteenth time. Um, um but I, I think I think McIntyre is gonna keep it because really there's no there's no good reason why he should drop the belt now.
1: Correct. And I have two possible outcomes because I'm assuming that this could be the match to uh end the night.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Brock returns?
0: Yeah, he could. He could return. You know, F5 both men, no contest even.
1: Or, if this is the last match of the night, Retribution comes, takes out both of them, and that's when they finally reveal who's behind them. Hmm.
0: Yeah, makes me wonder who the who who's going to be the ultimate reveal.
1: But here's the thing that's what I that's what I'm actually loving about the retribution because now they're coming in waves. Yeah, it's not just four it's not just four midgets from the excuse me it's not the whole entire two hundred five live division.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Because literally, if you look up their roster, it is only four people. Yeah, I,
0: I, I'm surprised they have. Have they canceled that show? Still going. Damn, I don't even know why. Yeah.
1: But it's got yeah, it's got most of my NXT. And this pandemic right to everybody, but I think it's it is, and people are still. I'm into the retribution because of the mystery of who's behind it.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's gotten people talking. That's for sure.
1: Exactly. And Now they're freaking damaging the whole PC. And having
0: to in going after the whole roster. Mhm. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of for it. Hey, unless it's an, unless it's another Vince McMahon swerve, it's me, it's me all along. Ah, oh, son of a bitch. It, it,
1: the sad part is that's
0: possible. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Apollo Cruz versus invp
0: um, I got Apollo Cruz for the win. He's gonna he's gonna keep the Dipset Diplomats championship. <laughs>
1: it really does look like it. it really, uh, I swear that is a Duel Santana chain.
0: It it really is in the form and of a belt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, I'm gonna go with MVP. her business shenanigans.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And, all
1: right. Yep. Possibly Cedric Alexander. Oh. Taking a heel turn.
0: Hey, you know what? Hey, WWE likes to group all the black guys together, so why not? Uh,
1: probably. Dominic versus Seth.
0: Oh man, Street Dominic Fight. Guerrero,
1: Dominic Guerrero Mysterio
0: um versus Sack. You know, I I I think Dominic Mysterio Guerrero is going to do both of his father's proud. Um but uh I I, th- I actually think that um you know what? I'm actually gonna go with Dominic Mysterio. I think he's gonna pull the win somehow. I think I think his father Rey is gonna come out and interfere on in his behalf, and um, I think we're gonna get the 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 hero uh, triumphing over the over the heel. Same. Uh, uh, my
1: sentiments exactly. Yeah.
0: Oh, I would was yeah. It goes to Betty Guerrero and <laughs> after. <laughs> yeah, I, and I think Dominic Mysterio is gonna surprise us.
1: Yeah, he is, I, mean, I haven't seen him train in like forever. Like, not since he like first started. So, mm. I'm going to, I'm, I'm to see what's up. Yes, Brian. I'm your poppy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, never forget the Dominic, uh, the custody for Dominic ladder match, SummerSlam, two thousand five. Would...
1: <laughs> they posted it out
0: on Facebook, and
1: I just watched it. I was just like, oh, my goodness, man. Hey, I miss Eddie so much. Yeah,
0: RIP. All right, uh, Sasha versus Oscar. Um, I'm going with Sasha Banks on this one because Sasha Banks needs a successful title defense on the main roster. She's a four-time... Raw Women's Champion, for whatever that's worth, and it ain't much because every time she's won that belt, she's never held it for more than two weeks, and she always played hot potato with Charlotte Flair, so she needs to keep that damn belt. Even just one successful title defense, I'll be fine with. So, let her beat Asuka. Let her beat Asuka, whether it's clean, whether it's shenanigans, let her have a successful win to retain that championship. Okay, I'm
1: actually going to combine her both of her uh, matches, Sasha retains through
0: shenanigans, mm-hmm. but Asuka beats Bailey. Ah, that's right. Oscar's pulling double duty to, uh, on Sunday. Yeah, I th- you know what? I think that I think Oscar's gonna Oscar's gonna uh, win win the SmackDown Championship. Yeah, I think I think she's gonna I think Oscar's gonna be the one to finally dethrone Bailey's three hundred plus day run.
1: All right, Big Strowman,
0: Big Strowman, Eddie Strowman. <laughs> uh, oh, I see what you did there.
1: Oh, you see the meme that I made?
0: I haven't seen the meme actually. No. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah, I basically put Eddie's Eddie's head over Braun Strowman's body, mm. and it kind of it almost Braun's beard was just slightly bigger, but mm. I almost nailed it.
0: You know, I was gonna say, I was gonna say Braun Snitsky. Oh shit, that was a... He did
1: have that beard. Snitsky did have that beard.
0: He did. It's not my fault. And, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and was was crazy. Bro, I looked at Braun's Instagram. He calls Big Show his wrestling dad. Does he now? He does. I'm like, there it goes,
0: Jesus. Yeah, you know what, I mean? it, it does make a bit of sense. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, um, actually, it's time to put it back on him.
0: Oh, okay, the fiend?
1: Going for the fiend. Hmm. Bring that ugly-ass belt
0: back. <laughs> <laughs> that stretched-out mask on a leather strap. Yeah. <laughs> um... You know what? I think all signs are pointing to the fiend winning. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to go with the fiend as well because with Alexa Bliss being involved, I think ultimately uh Alexa Bliss, you know, she needs a new direction with her character at this point, so I think that she's going to ultimately help the fiend uh, prevail. And uh yeah. and and Braun's going to Braun's going to Braun. He's he's going to flip over a car, you know, in anger, but I think the fiend is gonna win the championship with, with Alexa's help, and Alexa's gonna be by his side. So, y- yep, Aaron Ferguson, Bald Strowman, that's true. And uh, also, Aaron Aaron says that Oscar he thinks he's gonna go over Bailey as well.
1: So, uh, unless there's that's pretty much it. It's pretty. It seems like a pretty short, short card. Yeah. Both of it,
0: but.
1: Like I said, everything's still developing. We're still in, we are currently in the go-home week, so there'll be more developments to come. Um, I'll make sure I'll uh, listen back and grab uh, UWO's picks. Yep. Um, but yeah. Oh, and also, speaking of UWO, this Thursday, we will be continuing our greatest wrestling video game bracket. Nice. Um, oh my God, it was a lot of It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, last Thursday, you know me, you know myself and Brian from the UWO. Um, also, we had um, Mr. AK himself, Aaron Ferguson from uh, Pop Stew. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Husky representing Pop Stew, and then we had your boy Ed, my boy Ed, everybody's boy Ed from uh, the Party Nerds Game adelphia crew. Mm-hmm. So I believe this week, uh, the Jabba Tears podcast from New York will be joining in as well. Um, right on. So Wilkins we'll and Mr. Black. And there's going to be some debates.
0: Oh, yes. Not- that
1: first bracket was pretty tough. That first round was pretty tough.
0: Mm. Yeah, I-, I had a chance to catch a uh, part of it. I'm, I'm, I am going to watch the whole thing. Um, but But please tell me. That the best that that the ringer of this tournament is going to win WCW Backstage Assault.
1: I mean, it already
0: it,
1: it, it already got eliminated. Damn.
0: Yeah, see, see,
1: I will say that I will say this though. It was, was gonna it was gonna be a WCW Backstage Assault, two.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember you said that, it, and then it became Def Jam Vendetta.
1: Thank you, Jesus.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Man, you know, it's being a Def Jam. You know what? Like, if they made a new Def Jam uh, fighting game with the with the current Def Jam roster or the recent one, it could it could work. It could really work. It doesn't have to have little Uzi Vert and all the bumble wrappers. You, you can have. Can
1: two- I play you?
0: You can have two chains, Logic, who uh, Pusha T, Rihanna. Um, who else is who else is currently on there? You, yeah, you can have you can have a decent roster with Kendrick Lamar, J- classics,
1: though.
0: Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole. Of course, you're gonna have the the, the classic, uh, the the vintage artists from years past. Of course, but you can have you can have a new roster, and still have a decent game with the with the Aki engine or something similar. It's all all, I... all is not lost. You know, it doesn't have to have Migos in it or like the triple flow rappers. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Look at bright well, well, it's the big stro.
0: <laughs> yep. Big stro.
1: Yep, and Kyle's late, so you're going to have to watch back for our picks. And, uh yep, it's going to be Codex versus UWO again.
0: Yep. And, and
1: I think, y'all, uh, I think... Uh, are
0: we really just going to do wrestling karaoke? Listen, I could, I could do... I mean, hey, if if push comes to shove, I could. I don't mind doing wrestling karaoke. You know? Uh, Billy and Chuck's theme, Mark Henry's theme, Nia Jax's theme.
1: Oh, we, we know you know Nia Jax's theme.
0: Well, here's the thing. The only reason why... That's a
1: lot of my life, and I don't even know the
0: <laughs> that I see. Well, the only reason why I know the best botch machines theme... Is because like you know one of one of the uh, YouTube uh, wrestling uh, uh, channels I, I follow, Wrestle Talk, uh, their host Ali Davis, I think it was back in 2015 or 2016, he lost a bet, and he had to sing Nia Jax's theme music in a Wonder Woman costume. So that's why I remember the lyrics because I watched the video several times because it was, it was so hilarious. So that's the only reason why I know Nia Jax's uh, theme song lyrics, you know. But Nia Jax is a t- Terrible wrestler, and she one uh, and 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 she's gonna, she almost she almost killed Kyrie Sane twice on national TV. You know what? I, I'm not I'm not gonna go into full blown You actually no, no no I'm gonna say this. Nia Jax is worse than Cameron, aka Ariane. That's right. But Nia Jax
1: worse. But is she worse than
0: Mongo? No. No, she... Yeah. No. Mongo... Let me tell you something. Mongo... No. No. You could say Mongo was hor- Mongo was awful in the ring. Yes. Mongo was uncoordinated. Yes. But did he ever botch to the point where he injured his opponents? No, he didn't. Yeah, Mongo... He did. Okay,
1: this maybe... Guy, he had better
0: opponents to, to be able to, like,
1: holy shit, let me take my own buck. Listen. All right, listen.
0: All right, listen. Mongo, unlike, but, but unlike, but the difference between Mongo and Nia Jax is that Mongo actually tried. Mongo actually gave a shit. Mongo actually gave 110%. He was terrible, but he gave, but he invested in his terribleness to the best of his ability. Nia Jax, on the other hand, can't even. Oh my fucking.
1: Okay, n- I, I'm gonna say this
0: no no no, you know what my problem is, Carl? you know what my problem is is that you tend to give assholes you tend to give you tend to give reprobates so much slack you tend to give ancient people. Slack, like, oh, you t- you tend to minimize ain't shit people's bad conduct and bad faith nonsense. Like, oh, it's just jokes. Oh, it's, oh, he, oh, it's not a big deal. Oh, Nia Jax bot oh, Nia Jax nearly killed Kyrie Sane. That's, it happens. Whatever, she's still my baby. I, I'll still let her sit on my face any day of the week. Listen, Carl, she <laughs> is, she is Fucking horrible! Nia Jax has no business. Said, Nia, no, d- do not interrupt me because I am not finished. Carl, Nia Jax has no business being on television. Nia Jax has no business being in the rest professional wrestling industry. Nia Jax has no business having a WWE contract. The only reason why she has a contract is because her cousin is the is the, is the Rock, the Dwayne Johnson. And if, hey, if my cousin was Rock oh. the Dwayne Johnson, guess what? I would I wouldn't give a shit about my craft. I wouldn't give a shit about injuring people left and right. I'll say, hey, I have a job for life because my cousin is Rock the Dwayne Johnson. And if I ha- and if I and if I throw a bitch fit backstage, I can say, hey, Vince, you want to take me off TV? You want to book me in a bad angle? Guess what? My cousin is Rock the Dwayne Johnson. And if you really want him to be on your show, if you want to make more money off his name, guess what? I'm gonna I'm gonna tell him, hey. Vince is not treating me right. So rock so rock the Dwayne Johnson. Don't 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 answer Vince. Don't pick up the phone. Don't answer Vince's phone call. Let him be. Let let WWE rot with their low ratings. Do you really want that, Vince? Oh, I didn't think so. That's Nia Jax. I'm done.
1: Still love him. <laughs> that just makes it all worth it. I, I that just made it all worth it. <laughs> Oh man, I just made
0: it all worth it. Everybody loves Victor. Ooh. All right, what's worse, McGregor Rants or Victor Rants? <sighs> Let
1: I, me know. I, 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 I where, where, are we, Carl? I, 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 I think, I think. We're to. about I'm coming off my... It's, it's Tuesday night, so that means I'm coming off my overnights. I don't even know what time it is. But... It's... <laughs> it's uh,
0: Shout-outs to, yeah. uh, shout to Ollie Davis from WrestleTalk because he was the one who coined the phrase Rock the Dwayne Johnson.
1: <laughs> I knew he wouldn't come up with
0: that. <laughs> because it's what, true, it's true though, when you think about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's not... Like, when he does his appearances, it's... He's, He's Dwayne Johnson playing The Rock.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Man, but hey, we love him for it, though. We love him for it.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you know what's cool about it is like he still, he still like tweets about the business. He still, he still shows love. Mm. For a long time, he didn't, but yeah, I'm glad he's saying. You know, well, he has to now. His daughter's there.
0: Oh, his daughter's training.
1: Yeah. In WWE? Yeah, she's
0: like a yeah, she's a fish. signed and
1: everything. Wow. Right. Okay. Yeah. Even like the Rock, even like went down to the PC and to and trained with everybody.
0: Nice. Okay. Well, wow. will we see the first ever fourth generation superstar? We'll see. It, will she, Will she be the fourth generation superstar? The first ever? I'm
1: really trying to think, but um, I think so.
0: Because I know The Rock Was the first Third generation superstar In WWE Yeah well,
1: You know Yeah that be interesting Orton's also third But then His kids are like his, his kids are still Relatively young Yeah But this one's like 18 I'm like Yeah this one's like Yeah 18, 19 So
0: mm. yeah. Hmm Yeah Something to think about Yeah <laughs> Yeah, I'm just I'm just looking at the comments. Yeah. The ain't got nothing on <laughs> Well, I don't I don't know if that's true or not, but.
1: <laughs> you don't listen to busted open.
0: Listen, man. Look, I'm not gonna have you sick, Dave LeGrec on me now. Come on. I've I've listened to a few episodes. Yes.
1: <laughs> listen, listen the is a big fan of car. He loves cars. <laughs>
0: Oh, but hey hey, Carl, hey, hey, Kyle and Eddie, they buried you six feet deep with their tag team moves,
1: Okay, but in just in when I crashed UWO, I got bit. I got Eddie back.
0: You did. So <laughs> Kyle's
1: coming <laughs> next, and apparently Brian Lucia wanted to smoke, but mm. it seemed like he was just too easy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. Like,
1: all I gotta do is talk like this so wear a couple of farm shirts. <laughs>
0: I mean, I mean, I mean, hey, you're, you're, I mean you're, you're throwing some smoke his way, so hey, if he if he brings if he brings respect, he it my way.
1: He doing it my way. <laughs> I don't initiate. I don't initiate you, except for that. And the only reason why I told LeGreco to bury him is because I saw LeGreco was odd, and I'm like, I gotta get him on for the UWO. But I
0: was like, what
1: am I gonna have him say? Mm. Yeah. know <laughs> it. Eddie and, Kyle don't, Eddie and
0: Kyle don't
1: listen and bust it open. Yeah. Let's just throw that on. <laughs> but then it turns out he's a big fan of Carl. He loves Carl.
0: Apparently he does. <laughs>
1: and Tommy Dreamer does too.
0: Tommy fucking Dreamer.
1: Tommy fucking Dreamer.
0: Tommy fucking Dreamer.
1: Coolest, one of the coolest guys one of
0: the coolest, coolest I ever met. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Doing it up in Impact. Yep.
1: Uh, See, I
0: missed impact, but anyway, Mm. let's get on out of here. All right, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that, that was our episode. Uh, you can catch us, you can catch all this goodness and magic on SoundCloud, iTunes, or hit us up with that five star review, Spotify, Google Play, and wherever you can find podcasts. Uh, you can also find our episodes every week on Facebook Live on Tuesdays, Tuesday evenings, um, as well as uh, social media. Codex at Codex Prime Cast on Twitter, and at Codex Prime Podcast on Instagram.
1: Also, you head over to Crafty Canto Cuts where you can get our T-shirts. We got some new. We got a new Victor's Corner design that just came. That just came out. Also, my you know the DJ Mister Bird shirts, and also the Codex Prime shirts as well, and all merchandise. Yes. Give me a Codex Prime beer mug.
0: Hey. Yeah. I still want my uh do the do the film thing t shirt. That'd be pretty cool dope. What
1: do you need to do? Just go to Crafty Canto Cuts.
0: Yep. <laughs> that's right. I see what you did there. <laughs> Alright, uh, man. So uh so yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh anything else, Carl, on your end before we wrap up? I should be, uh, I'm good on my end. Alright. I- Alright. So so yeah, man. Uh, so yeah, NXT Takeover SummerSlam this weekend. Uh, maybe, maybe we'll do a joint episode with uh, UWO uh, next week. We'll we shall see how how things go via Zoom. Uh, with that, um, that's pretty much it. I will, as always, we will catch you on the flip. Peace out, nerds. Bye-bye.